Welcome to The Real Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, everybody? Listen on YouTube, Rumble, and your favorite podcast directory. All right. So today is the first part of another two-part Realist Weekly wrap-up. There was a bunch of shit out there, a bunch of news. I don't know if everybody's seeing all this. Um, So... We're going to bring it to you, but we're not going to get into this lively introduction here because we got to get right into these articles. Um, so my first one, because usually, yeah, MJ goes first, but a little confusion on his end right now. So I'm going to take control of this show. First one, Breibart, war crimes. Leftist attack Air Force football for uniforms honoring 1942 Doolittle Raiders. Like the leftists doesn't like these leftists don't have enough to bitch about. They're going to add this to their fucking list. Right. Half of them probably don't even watch football. Oh, was that a home run? (laughs) Leftists have gone on attack against the U S air force Academy football team for honoring the WW2 Doolittle raid on Japan that occurred immediately after the Japanese sneak attack on Pearl Harbor. On Tuesday, Air Force Air Force football revealed its new uniforms, which featured a tribute to the Doolittle Raider. I mean, the Doolittle raid. Um, so the left wing trolls blasted the Air Force for celebrating the raid conducted by American heroes who showed Japan that the U.S. was not down for the count after taking such heavy losses at Pearl Harbor. The Doolittle raid commanded by Air Force hero Lieutenant Colonel James Doolittle took off on April 18, 1942 with 16B-25 Mitchell medium bombers flown by 80 airmen to deliver their payload to the greater Tokyo area and a few other Japanese cities. The raid was launched only four months after the sneak attack at Pearl Harbor. The airmen, though, knew that the raid could be a suicide mission because the planes did not have enough fuel to get back to the carriers. The pilots, let me just say, and they still did this. Right. That's some real fucking men right there. Like, That that wouldn't be happening today. No, they'd be too busy worrying about... uh, Shit, do I got a a medically made hole between my legs? (laughs) The pilots and the crew knew that if they survived their bomb runs, they would have to ditch their planes in hostile territory because they could not get back. Yet, they went anyway. And and we're talking about like 18-year-olds here. Yeah, some of them 17-year-olds. Yeah, Yeah, because some of them lied about their age to get into the military so they could go fight for this country. Right. Of course, all 16 planes were lost. Three U.S. airmen died during the raid and eight were captured, with four of them dying in Japanese POW prison. The rest escaped back to the U.S. after ditching their planes in Japanese-controlled Chinese territory and evading Japanese capture. Lieutenant Colonel Doolittle was awarded the Medal of Honor and was promoted straight to Brigadier General for leading the raid. Liberals, though, were disgusted by the uniform reveal, and many blasted the Academy for the tribute. Okay. Here are some, here are some tweets. Delete this. Do better. <laughs> Equating football to a literal war is a bad thing. How is it a bad thing? They are the U.S. Air Force. They don't say anything, though, when they have... Because uh, they've, they've had army and, and shit like that they've had actual soldiers on the field well that that's what it is it's it, even with the air force they're actual soldiers you know playing playing but you know well uh, like it's the air force that's their history yeah this is awful taste i'm saving this for when it's inevitably deleted just an awe inspiring lack of awareness oh really oh my god who approved this I don't know. It wasn't you, Grapes. <laughs> that's her That's her. Her handle, Brave Grapes. Wow. 
Granted, the uniforms received a, a lot of support too. Many ex-users responded positively to the post, but one in particular had the right reply for the naysayers. So I th- this is what he said. I find it so funny how people post their opposing opinions on something like this. It's interesting how few realize that we are allowed to openly express our opinions because of such uh, such as the Doolittle Raiders who put their lives on the line for this country. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Those men put their lives on the line so you blue-haired fuck-up retards can just spew all this fucking nonsense out of your fucking medically induced hole. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of disgusting to me because, you know, it, it there there's the Air Force trying to honor these men by putting, um, I think it's their insignia on the, on their, on their Jersey or helmet. And you got these stupid liberal fucks who have nothing better to do because they don't fucking work. And they're worried about fucking everybody else paying their bills and their student loan debt. And this is what they want to bitch about. How about, how about you take all your, uh, your time that you got to post negative shit against our military. That's, you know, ultimately going to protect you if a war does break out and uh, put that somewhere else. Yeah. Especially, especially being the men that fucking went over and answered back for what happened at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, these people are not grasping the concept that this is here and that happened so they could do what they want to do here and have that freedom to do it. If, if if you went by all of these people, they would uh we'd be all restricted, locked down. We'd be like China, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's gonna wrap it up for that one. All right. So my f- first one is from Newsmax. The race to link our brains to computers is heating up. So hold on. <laughs> all right. Brain implants have long became uh, long been trapped in the realm of science fiction, but a steady trickle of me- uh, medical trials suggests the tiny devices could play a big part in humanity's future. Yes, control. Billions of dollars are full, uh, flowing into a clutch of specialist companies hunting for treatments for some of the most de- uh, debilitating ailments. And pioneering studies have already yielded results in May. A Dutchman paralyzed in a motorcycle accident regained the ability to walk thanks to implants that restored communication between his brain and spinal cord. I mean, yeah, that's a cool thing, but if you think that somebody can't, like, people hack computers, how, how you can fucking hack into a fucking, someone's brain maybe and fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> the experiment was one of several eye-catching tri- uh, trials that have helped spark a huge buzz around the industry. In the decade of uh, to 2020, investors poured more than $30 billion into neurotechnology more widely, according to UNESCO, or U-N-E-S-C-O. And the money has continued to flood in thanks in part to rapid improvements in artificial intelligence used by researchers to interpret the data from the implants. Tech titan Elon Musk has refocused some energy on his Neuralink firm after it received permission in May to test its implants on humans, helping it, ra- helping it to raise $280 million in funding. And other firms with less prominent bosses are pro- uh, proliferating, <laughs> offering hope for sufferers of ailments from rare nerve diseases to epilepsy. And it goes, the, the article goes on with some more... Uh, Stats and facts, if you want to find it, go to Newsmax. And uh, the race to link our brains to computers is heating up. But that'll do it for that article. Wow. Okay, my next one's from the Washington Examiner. Democrats keep begging red state residents to move to dying blue states. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please come back. Please, we'll let you do whatever you want. Right till twenty thirty. 
And that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we only need a 2030, so please come back. So let's dive into this one. Democratic governors and mayors cling to their ignorant sense of uh, superiority even as they continue to beg people to move out of red states and into their dying blue states and cities. Michigan has targeted ads at residents of Florida, Georgia, Indiana, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas bragging about Michigan's abortion laws (laughs) and how we're a state that's on the right side of history. Honestly, if you're using abortion to try to get your people to live in your state, that that that's your best advertisement you have for your state. Right. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows I I'm I neither I'm for it or against it, but I mean, seriously, that Michigan, that that's your that's your best thing you could come up with. You guys you guys put all the thinking heads together and you were like, fuck, abortion. And this is what it's going to be because for some reason with, with these, uh, these people with the populace that they're focusing on the abortion when there's our economy's tanking. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're funding a war that we're re- uh, technically not part of, but we really are. Cause all he's doing is in uh, saving his uh, investment. Yeah. You want all these illegal immigrants in your, your state that are raping and pillaging all your, your residents and citizens in that state. Right. You know, so according to Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Democrat of Michigan, people want to create homes and places where they know that their leaders and laws align with their values. Exactly. That's why they're moving to red states, you dumb bitch. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do, do, like, do you listen? Do they listen to themselves talk? No, because somebody else types this up for them and they just read it off a piece of paper. If that's the case, Whitmire may want to reevaluate Michigan and its democratic values. Michigan's 2020 population growth rate was negative 0.03%, good for 34th nationally and ahead of none of the states that the ad campaign is targeting. Florida ranks first in the growth rate at 1.87%, South Carolina at 1.69%, The worst of the six states is Indiana, which still had a positive growth rate and ranks 23rd among all states. What's what's more, uh, Michigan ranks 45th in population growth since 2010. Texas, Florida, and South Carolina all rank in the top 10. Georgia ranks 14th, Tennessee 17th, and again, Indiana worse, still ranks 27th, 18 spots higher than Michigan. Whitmer in Michigan trying to challenge these states and lobby for people to move out is uh, equivalent to a featherweight boxer trying to call out heavyweights for a fight. It's laughable at best. So you can go on. It's a little more to this article, but I mean, what, what else can we say? The Democrats are so fucking fucked up. They're a bunch of losers in office and they think the American population is fucking stupid. They think, oh, if we put an ad on a billboard or on TV or on a radio commercial, everybody's going to come back here. Because you know why? Abortion, abortion yeah. issues. That's it. Not, not everything you listed, MJ. That, that, they, they don't care about that. No. Who the fuck cares? Well, Just go in my vagina and pull my, pull my half-developed baby out. You have a vagina? rather not say okay (laughs) um yeah so that's gonna wrap it up i mean i don't know when these these democratic uh um governors mayors are gonna realize that the problem is everything they're choosing to do they need to just say they you know what it's like but it's like bud light and transheiser bush you guys need to apologize and say hey we fucked up right but they're never gonna do that no no and I love it because this is this is actually the country is kind of dividing itself. Yeah, with the people leaving the the blue states that are more for the red states, and it's not it's not to me it's not really blue and red, it's right and wrong. Well, a lot 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 of blue states are going red. So good. Okay. All right. So my next one is from <laughs> Becker News. Bill Gates demands everyone prove their identity with global ID system. 
Bill Gates, billionaire, philanthropist, and Microsoft co-founder is urging countries. His his house is still standing in Maui, by the way. Oh, no shit. I wonder why. Because he had a blue roof. (laughs) Fires don't like blue roofs, that's why. Oh, it it was them letting everybody know. Him letting everybody know that was starting the fires. Hey, stay away from this house. Yep. Uh, he is urging countries globally to embrace his plan for digital ID, aiming for everyone to prove their identity. On Twitter slash X, he highlighted that 850 million people worldwide still lack ID that proves their identity. You don't need to, you, Bill Gates, you don't need to know my identity. He championed the modular open source identification platform, or MOSIP, as the global solution to provide digital IDs for all. Gates views MOSIP as an inclusive approach to a global ID system, calling it a formidable solution for dismantling the barriers facing countless individuals without proper identification. Following this, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has invested $10 million into MOSIP. Moreover, the Gates Foundation collaborates with the United States Sustainable Development Goals to further his technology. The primary objective of this of the Gates Foundation is advancing a universal digital identification system, while the initial pitch is for low- to middle-income countries. The vision is global. Nevertheless, Mossop faces criticism from privacy experts. Yeah. So they, they need to stop watching the 90s and 2000s sci-fi movies and fucking come back to reality. Because all of this They are shit. living reality. That This is their reality. This is what they want. Well, it's they, they, they it's got, a warped sense of reality. Well, you know, this is why people got to, you know, vote for the right person this time. Because if uh, the wrong person gets in, that 2030 agenda is going to be be a reality. It is. And people like Bill Gates, people like like him, they whoever gets in, they need to get rid of using them as advisors or whatever. Yeah. You're not an expert. You go just, do your Microsoft shit. Yeah, just because you got a shitload of money. Yeah. And that just shows what you just said is that you can buy your way into the government and then have influence over it. Exactly. You didn't know that? Well, I, I knew it. Oh, okay. Because that's all the government is. <laughs> with like 10% of the, the people that work within the government are actually like trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But that'll do it for that article. Okay, my next one's from Just the News. That's it. Just the News. Just the fucking news, people. Catholic school system requires students to use biological pronouns and birth names. Now that's some fucking news. Pope Francis <laughs> has repeatedly stressed the importance of a proper understanding of our sexuality. The policy states a Massachusetts Catholic school system issued a new policy requiring students to use their biological pronouns and names given to them at birth in a move that will affect more than 5,000 students. The Dukakis of Worcester, which uh, is about 45 miles west of Boston, announced last week that Bishop Robert McManus, earlier this summer, approved the policy title Catholic Education and the Human Person. For all schools under the jurisdiction starting this fall, the policy states Pope Francis has repeatedly stressed the importance of well, what the fuck? Oh, fucking everything moved. Important. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. The policy states Pope Francis has repeatedly stressed the importance of a proper understanding of our sexuality, warning of a challenge posed by the various forms of an ideology of gender that denies the difference and um, uh, and nature of a man and a woman in society without sexual differences. The Pope has um, spoken out against gender ideology on numerous occasions. Students under the policy are expected to act according to their biological sex, including in school sports, uniforms and locker rooms. Exceptions for bathroom use may be granted on a limited case-by-case basis as determined by the principal, according to the policy. 
The school said that bullying or harassment against students for their sexual orientation or identity will not be tolerated. In addition, the policy states students may not advocate, celebrate, or express same-sex attraction in such a way as to cause confusion or distraction in the context of Catholic school classes, activities, or events. Hey, Jimmy, stop making out with fucking Tom over there. (laughs) The district superintendent, David uh, Perda, said that although some schools had policies in place, others did not, and an increase in individual situations sparked the need for a single policy for all the schools. The The New York Times reported that the policy will apply to all 21 schools under the Dukakis, but it is unclear whether it will also apply to Dukakis's three colleges, Anna Marie College, Assumption College, and College of the Holy Cross. So you're telling me out of the bluest of blue states, they're going against the, the trend? Well, I don't think the Catholic Church gives a fuck if it's a blue, red, green, purple, orange, black, brown, yellow state. The Catholic Church is going to do whatever they want because they think they're the highest power in the world. And And that's what they should do. I mean, it. You know they should they shouldn't they should go pay. along with trends. They oh, should okay. they should do their own thing. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say they should think they're the highest power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they got the they got their own city. Do they? Vatican. Where, where's that at? That's our, that. I think they own that whole thing. Someone across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> so my next one is from the is from Fox News. Chicago Foxy man. News. Foxy News. <laughs> Chicago man seen sexually assaulting girl during remote learning class sentenced to 11 years. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's better than most, but is it? Yes, it is. (laughs) Because, you know, usually you probably get like two to five, but he should be like we have said. We he should be in jail for fucking for life now, because he just fucked up no, that girl for life. No, he shouldn't be in jail for life. He should be walked out to the firing range and shot at. Yeah, that that too. So it's, it's not that too. That that should be it. There's no, there's no point. Well, of that's us what pay- it should be. That's what it should be. There's no point of us paying for all, all you know for all these fucking stupid fucks in jail. No, just the you want to you want to make a mistake then. Fucking pay for it, okay? And if they don't get shot, then get they should get the dick cut off. Yeah. Well, that actually that no, because they can still get, they can still do shit. That might go the wrong way because then somebody doctor will be like, "Hey, we we can put a medically induced hole between your legs." Yeah. Then he's like, "Fuck! Now I can fuck little boys like a real woman." I, <laughs> all right. Back to the article. Back to the article. <laughs> a Chicago man arrested for molesting his seven-year-old relative while the girl participated in an online learning session, has been handed an 11-year jail sentence. Catrell Walls, 21, was sentenced Wednesday for sexual assault, which took place three years ago in the home of the girl's grandmother during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. The crime was caught on video during a break in the girl's online class. Fox 32 Chicago reported. The girl had been staying at her grandmother's house in West Chesterfield during the day for remote learning. The microphone was muted on the girl's computer, but the camera reportedly broadcast the girl's assault to a few students logged into the Google Meets session. The teacher who was working on another computer during the break heard two other students ask, what is going on? What is happening? When the teacher checked the, uh, in on her online class, she saw the seven-year-old girl with her pants pulled down and Walls forcing her to perform oral sex on him, prosecutors said, according to Fox 32. The teacher alerted the school's principal. The principal contacted the girl's family, the Chicago police, and the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services. The girl's father, uh, the, girl's father the school's principal, and the executive, uh, chief executive officer went to the home and asked the girl what happened. Initially, she told them that Walls just hit her. 
and see there's there's part of the, the fucking grooming and all that shit that that happens and the the mind fuck that these kids go through when these sick fucks do their stupid shit with them. However, when the principal pulled the girl away to speak to her one on one, she described a sexual assault and it said it was not the first time that the, that it happened. According to the report, the girl was taken to Comer Children's Hospital for examination. And while Walls was arrested the next day during an interrogation by detectives, he admitted to what the teacher and students had witnessed on video, as well as other assault, as well as other assaults on the girl since she turned six. Fox 32 reported. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A tearful Walls told prosecutors after he was taken into custody. Walls was an 18-year-old high school student at the time of his arrest. His defense attorney uh, had claimed Walls had trouble controlling his impulsions because he suffers from an uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, so ADHD. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. It doesn't, no. ADHD doesn't make you touch little girls. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know what you're fucking doing. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit. But... Now that I'm sick to my stomach, that's going to do it for that article. It goes on, but it's disgusting. All right. My next one is from Newsmax Health. And they got an apple next to that. An apple? Yeah. Because an apple a day keeps the doctor away. (laughs) You're fucking stupid. (laughs) Um, More screen time for babies could delay development. No shit, Sherlock. Well, I'm not telling you. No, not you. Whoever wrote the fucking Well, yeah, but some article. people some people don't know this because they give their babies a phone. Yeah, the ones on state aid. Oh, okay. Too much screen time can lead to development delays in babies in babies, researchers say. When a one year old uh viewed screens for more than four hours a day, they had delays in communication and problem solving skills when assessed at ages two and four. According to a new study published August 21st in JAMA Pediatrics, they also had delays in fine motor skills, fine uh, fine motor and social skills at the age of two, though the gap was gone by the age of four, researchers said. If uh, it may not uh, be the screens, but what they replace, what they replace, a Yale expert said, face-to-face interaction between a parent and their child gives babies information about language and meaning through facial expressions, words, tone, and voice, and physical feedback," um, said David uh, uh, Lukowitz. <laughs> a uh, development uh, psychologist at the Yale Child Study Center in New Haven, Connecticut. It doesn't happen when you're watching the screen, he said. Um, it, uh, for, the, for the study, Japanese researchers led by uh, a Japanese dude uh, from Tokoho University in uh, Sendai, Japan, asked nearly 7,100 parents of young children to answer questions about development and screen time. More screen time meant greater likelihood of seeing delays. About 4% of the babies in the study had four more hours of delay delay screen time, which 18% uh, had two of four. Most had less than two hours. Mothers of babies with high levels of screen time we're more likely to be younger, first-time moms, less education, less education, and lower incomes in household education. They were also more likely to experience postpartum depression, the study found. It didn't compare entertainment versus educational screen time, the author suggested. Uh, future studies should do that. Talk to your children as much as you can, face-to-face, as much as you can. Um, uh uh, he tells parents when asked how much uh, how much screen time their babies can have, it's not uh, practical to say they should withhold all screen time. He told the Times, "No parent would listen to that." No, no. It just moderation with a heavy dose of real life interact social interaction. I don't know why a fucking an infant. Well, I don't know if it's an infant, but a one-year-old or any any toddler 
like one, two, three, any, any baby that age is getting handed a phone. Oh, that's the norm now. Oh yeah. No, now, they, you know, watch, uh, watch all your kid shows on it. Uh, and they, they should say like iPad or, or some sort of tablet or whatever. And yeah, there is, there is a time and a place to do it. Cause you, you have to be able to clean cook, you know, stuff like that. At those times, yeah, it's all right for as long as it's a good show for the kid to watch. But if you're just trying to sit there on your phone or fucking watching TikTok or trying to make TikToks, uh, put your fucking phone down and interact with your fucking, the, your child. Fuck. Fucking can't stand these fucking parents. Doo-dee-doo-dee-doo. <laughs> so my next one's from Breibart, please. Texas teacher groomed two 14-year-old girls before... Uh, Breibart police wrote this? No. Breibart. My next one is from Breibart. And then it says, police. Texas teacher groomed two 14-year-old girls before sexually assaulting one. Maybe they do have a uh, police department. I don't know. <laughs> a math teacher in Houston, Texas, was arrested for allegedly sending photos of his genitals to a pair of young students online. The Marshall Middleton. <laughs> I thought you just stalled out there. You're like, really? Again? <laughs> Let me process this again. <laughs> no, there was, there was fucking, there's like three ads and then, and then it continues on. Uh, the Marshall Middle School instructor allegedly groomed the 14, the 14 year olds who are friends for several months by sending them naked photos and suggestive texts. He is also accused of assaulting one of the victims on the school's campus. An image appears to show the suspect standing with his head bowed in a room alone. When one, one of the victim's parents told the school officials about the incident in May, authorities had later discovered messages between him and one of the victims by searching her phone. The scorecard article continued. The girl told investigators that Milani fondled her in the classroom. Then later they engaged in sexual activity after he lured her into his classroom with an Instagram message. One of the girl's moms said Milani suggested her daughter could make good grades in exchange for sexual favors. God damn. Fucking. Fucking sick fuck. The Rape, Abuse, and in, uh, Incest National Network, or RAIN, Describes ch uh, child sexual abuse as a form of sexual abuse of abuse that includes sexual activity with a minor. A child cannot consent to any form of sexual activity, period, the organization states. When a perpetrator engages with a child this way, they are committing a crime that can have lasting effects on the victim, victim for years. The victim. The victim. Let me tell you about these victims. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Child sexual abuse does not need to include physical contact between a perpetrator and a child. Yeah, and we, we've been saying that fucking all along. It's common knowledge. Everybody knows that if you're a sexual abuse victim, whether or not, whatever, whatever the state, the, the matter is before it, that it's going to have lasting effects. It could be years or a lifetime, most likely a lifetime. So that's going to do it for that article. Um, actually, no, hold on. Officials arrested the, the man on August 10th, but he was later released on $175,000 bond, the outlet said, noting school officials had placed him on administrative leave. In May, the California educator, once named Teacher of the Year, was accused of having sex with a 16-year-old student and phages stat, uh, charges of statutory rape. What the fuck? Like you said, he needs to be fucking brought outside and the cost of one little bullet... Goes right in between his fucking eyeballs. Correct. So that's going to do it for that article. Okay, now my next uh, article or articles, I'm going to split up into five, then give the, the floor back to uh, MJ and then do the final five. But this is about um, the war that is not going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, you're still out there saying, man, when World War Three starts... Here's what I'm gonna fucking do. Well, World War Three started. You're you're way the fuck behind. You're late for the party, guy. You're, you are or girl. Report: Biden administration aided Palestine's uh, Palestinians despite concerns. This is from Newsmax. Just regular Newsmax, not health with the apple. Um, 
The Biden administration moved forward on a plan to send hundreds of millions in foreign aid to Palestinians despite a high-risk uh, internal assessment that Iran-backed terror group uh, could benefit internal documents obtained the Washington Free Beacon Show. Okay, so now we're not only aiding Ukraine, but now Palestine. Officials at the State Department outlined concerns in private communications in 2021 and requested that the Treasury Department grant them an exemption from laws that prohibit prohibit the federal government from supplying taxpayer aid to territories controlled by Palestine terror groups. Such uh, authorization was needed for the Biden administration to unfreeze more than $360 million in U.S. funds from uh, for the Palestine Authority, Palestinian Authority, and that had been blocked by Trump administration because of the agency support of terrorists. So, if you want to go on, this one goes on a little more, but I got some more to get into. Uh, this one is on Newsmax, and you can find it there. So, I'm going to bring it into the next one, which is this is a biggie, and nobody's fucking talking about this. Why? Because it's it's just not news. We got to talk about um, the aliens until the next Trump indictment. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Have you seen any aliens? No. Okay. Disappointed. Okay. This next one is from Rudders. I think that's what it is. <laughs> U.S. U.S. approves sending F-16s to Ukraine from Denmark and Netherlands. All right, so let's just escalate that Ukraine-Russia conflict, uh, pedophile Biden. Washington, uh, August August 17th, the United States has approved sending F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine from Denmark and the Netherlands to defend against Russian invaders as soon as pilot training is completed. A U.S. official said Thursday, Ukraine has actively sought the U.S.-made F-16 fighter jets to help it counter Russian superiority. Washington gave Denmark and the Netherlands official assurances that the United States will expedite approval to transfer uh, of transfer request of F-16s to go to Ukraine when the pilots are trained, the official said. We welcome Washington's decision to pave the way for sending F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine. Dutch Foreign Minister uh, said on messaging platform X, formerly known as Twitter. Now we will further discuss the subject with our European partners. Um, Denmark also said providing Ukraine with jets would now be discussed. The government has said several times that a donation is is a natural next step after training. We are discussing it with close allies, and I expect we will soon be able to uh able to have a more con- more concrete about that danish defense minister told the news on friday so this one's going on a little more uh you can check that one out i mean it's all over the place but no uh media outlet is talking about it and um you know what's going to happen is like we've said uh putin has come out and said before if any of his, um, his military or any of his structures are struck by American-made uh, um, items, uh, he's going to consider America part of the war. So that's something to consider. Okay, this next one's from Newsmax. Chinese military launches drills around Taiwan. Hmm. The Chinese military launched drills around Taiwan on Saturday as a stern warning over what it called uh, collusion between separatists and foreign forces. Its defense ministry said days after the island's vice president stopped over in the United States, Taiwanese vice president William uh, Lee's recent trip to uh, to uh, Paraguay to reinforce relations with his government's latest uh, diplomatic partner in South America, including stops in San Francisco and New York City. The mainland's ruling Communist Party claims 
democratic Taiwan as part of its territory and says it has no right to conduct foreign relations. Oh, damn. A spokesperson for Chinese Eastern Theater Command said in a brief statement that military exercises involved the coordination of vessels and planes and their ability to seize control of air and sea spaces. Uh, It's also testing its forces, actual combat capabilities. Uh, Shai said uh, the drills were a warning over provocations from pro-Taiwan independence forces and foreign forces. He added Taiwan's defense ministry strongly command commanded what it called um, irrational uh, provocation moves in a statement. It is uh, in a statement. It said it would uh, deploy appropriate forces to respond to the drills and take action to safeguard freedom and democracy. It said its military would stand ready and face the face of threats posted by the Chinese army, adding that its forces have the ability, determination and confidence to safeguard national security. So this one goes on and it sounds to me like things are starting to escalate between China and Taiwan. Even more because we've been reporting on that before. Yes. So here is another interesting one. I don't know if you heard this. This is from Newsmax. U.S., Japan, and Australia plan joint Navy drills in disputed South China Sea, Philippine officials say. There was a lot of countries mentioned just in that headline. Right, exactly. (laughs) The United States, Japan, and Australia are planning a joint Navy drill in South China Sea off the Western Philippines uh, this week to underscore their commitment to rule of law in the region after a recent show of Chinese aggression in the disputed waters, Filipino security officials said Sunday. On August 5th, Chinese Coast Guard ships uh, used water cannons against Philippine vessels in, in the contested waterway where disputes have long been regarded as a potential false point and have become a fault point in the rivalry between the U.S. and China in the region. I actually saw this video online where uh, they were using their water cannons um, as a warning to get away because, you know, the next thing was going to be we're hitting you with some real shit. Right. Um, the drill will include three aircraft and helicopter uh, helicopter carriers sailing through and show a force and undertaking joint drills. Their commanders are set to meet Filipino counterparts in uh, – Manila, after the offshore drills, the Philippine security officials told the Associated Press. Both spoke on the condition of uh, the condition because they are not allowed to publicly discuss details and plans of the drills. So that one goes on a little more. Um, and if you want to check that one out, but that that's just showing stuff is escalating over in the. Um, Asian waters yep. because now we're getting uh, the Philippines involved. You have Taiwan, China. Um, oh, it, get, it gets better too because, um, you know, there's also uh, some stuff going on with North Korea. But we will uh, take a break from uh, World War Three and give it back to you, MJ. Because we are in World War Three. Thank you, sir. My next one's from Newsmax. Real whistleblowers fired for voicing safety concerns. Hours before Norfolk Southern train derailed in Ohio and erupted in a fi- in fire in February, a judge ruled a former railroad employee could proceed with a lawsuit claiming he had been har- harassed for years by managers who said he reported too many flaws in the rail cars he inspected and had his job changed after reporting an injury. Richard Singleton's case against Norfolk Southern was settled for an undisclosed amount of money after the judge said he had enough evidence to go to trial over whether he was disciplined for reporting safety violations that slowed trains passing through a Macon, Georgia rail yard. The settlement provided relief for Singleton, but does little for residents near East Palestine, Ohio, who worry about possible health effects from the accident's toxic blaze. The derailment and others since inspired nationwide fears about railroad safety. 
which actually is funny because I remember seeing something on, um, it was a commercial for CSX. That, that's what it was. The, the real, the real car, the company or whatever. Yeah. And it was saying that having your, sh- your shit shipped by rail instead of tractor trailer saves this much money. It's faster because it doesn't need to stop at so many places and, you know, have all this shit happen. But, you know, uh, you know, tractor trailer accidents do happen and shit like that. But when, when a train goes down, that motherfucker goes down and it takes down multiple cars. Um, but it goes on to say real safety has been in the spotlight since February 3rd, Ohio derailment with Congress and regulators proposing reforms, but has little changed apart from railroads promising to install a thousand more trackside detectors to spot mechanical problems and reevaluate their responses to alerts from those devices. And this, this is actually is a pretty long article because it's going into the recent history with trail derailments and, and shit like that. But this goes along with the same thing with the fucking electrical grid, because all these people are paying into it. These CEOs and shit, they're, they're sitting back, they're getting paid and you're not keeping up with your, your product, no. whether, whether it's the electrical grid, the rail cars, uh, the railways themselves. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. It is. But that'll do it for that article. So I'll jump into my next one, which is from Newsmax. Maine Dem bashes student debt relief for Twitterati. Twitterati. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the brother or sister of the Illuminati. Oh, wait, I wasn't supposed to say that. I think I'm going to die now. Oh well. <laughs> Blue well, I only got I only got seven more years anyways. Blue Dog Democrat Jared Golden of Maine blasted radical leftist elites who criticized his stance against President Joe Biden's student debt relief program on Friday, saying he stands by his decision that working class um Mainers should not shouldn't fool the bill for someone else's choice. Exactly. Yeah, they should not be footing that bill. No. You can just cut the article right there. Right, Fucking yeah. I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> Golden co-chair of the Blue Dog Coalition, a caucus in the U.S. House of Representatives comprised... Hold on. You said that's a Democrat saying this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now, now that's a a state I could live in because that that Democrat's actually got a head on his shoulders. Yeah. See, and he's he's part of that 10% that I said before, that they're actually doing the right thing. Um, you you want to give yourself another pat on the back? Yes, I said before. I'll, I'll always I always pat myself on the back. No, well, somebody's going to do it. Yeah, nobody else is. House of Representatives, comprised of centrist members of the Democratic Party, was one of the two Democrats to vote against Biden's four hundred thirty billion dollar of student debt relief in May. On Friday, Golden took flack because it was disclosed last week that the Blue Dog Coalition received the maximum donation allowed five thousand dollars from students lending giant Sally May. And in the wake of his nay vote. And he took on to social media. uh, He says, sadly, this is what the radical leftist elites are learning about democracy these days. Damn, that's a fucking Democrat saying that? (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, Not used to that. Uh, Silence and destroy anyone who disagrees with your views or goals. Golden said in a post to X, the site formerly known as Twitter, I stand by my vote in my opposition to forking out $10,000 to people who freely chose to attend college. They were privileged to have the opportunity, and many left college well-situated to make six-figure salaries for life. The Twitterati can keep bemoaning their privileged status and demanding handouts all they want. But as far as I'm concerned, if they want free money for college, they can join the Marines and serve the country I like, or like I and so many others have in the past and more, many more will do in the future. Oh, that actually sounded like a presidential like piece of a speech right there. If they chose to attend college, they can pay back their loans just like working class people pay back home mortgages, car loans, and 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 man other expenses that choose uh, people choose to take out loans for. Rep. Marie Glusenkamp Perez, Democrat of Washington, who cho- who co-chairs with the Blue Dog Coalition, was the other to vote against the co- uh, college subsidy. Student loan payments paused amid the COVID-19 pandemic are said to resume in October for three years. Student loan interest resumes on September 1st, and that is the end of the article. But 
yeah, that's that's a, a Democrat that I would I would get behind because he has his well, at least the student debt relief um in line. So that'll do it for that article. Okay. I'm gonna bring it back into the rest of these articles for World War Three. And then we're probably gonna wrap it up for part one. Um Newsmax, Australia to buy over 200 Tomahawk missiles from U.S. Oh, really? Australia will spend a $1.3 billion to boost its long-range strike capabilities as it finalized on Monday a deal to buy more than 200 Tomahawk cruise missiles from the United States, part of a wide-ranging defense shakeup. Why do you guys need that many uh, fucking long-range missiles if we're not in World War Three already? <laughs> and yeah, you got to think where where Australia is. What's north of yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Australia will be only one of three nations to have tomahawks, along with the U.S. and Britain. Defense Minister Richard Marless said, "We are investigating in the capabilities of our defense force needs to hold." Our adversaries at risk furthermore our shores and keep Australians safe in the complex and uncertain world in which we live today. All right, the Australian um, defense minister pretty much just said we are in an unstable world right now. And, you know, we already got a war going on. We got conflicts all over the fucking place. If you're not putting this together, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. The U.S. State Department in March approved the sale of the Tomahawks, which range um, 1,500 kilometer, uh, kilometers, which is 932 miles, but did not indicate at the time that the contract had been signed or talks had concluded. The, launch, uh, the ship-launched version of the missiles manufactured by RTX Corp. will be deployed on the Royal Australian Navy's uh, Hobart-class destroyers, he said. Australia says it needs to upgrade its defense forces as China is undertaking the biggest military buildup since the end of World War II. Again, <laughs> he's airing everything out, and you dumbasses are like, yeah, when World War III starts. So, you know, if you want to go on, there's just a couple more paragraphs, small little paragraphs. You can find that on Newsmax, Australia to buy over 200 Tomahawk missiles from yours truly, the United States. Okay, so now this one is from Newsmax as well. U.S. warns American citizens to flee Belarus ASAP. Why would you do that? I don't know. That That's U.S. citizens in Belarus are being warned to leave immediately, repeating long-held concerns about traveling to close Russia ally northern border of Ukraine. Lithuania uh, um, and Poland are stepping up border security amid uh, uh, revelations the Russia Wagner group have been um, exiled in Belarus, raising flags about uh, dangers of an expanded Russian war outside of Ukraine and extending to Baltic states. The Hill reported Monday, the U.S. warning on Belarus was listed at level four, the highest of security warnings. Oh, really? Wow. So you got you got that going on. Shit, we, we talked about this last week. Belarus is doing um, military drills right on the Polish and Lithuanian borders. And now um, you have Poland who sent um, some of their military right to the border. So shit's ready to kick off over there. Yeah. Um, it's just one one wrong move or one stupid decision is going to send that into uh, an extension of World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. This one's from Gateway Pundit. Major threat to America. Communist dictator of Nicaragua authorized installation of Russian military base and cruise missiles in country. Hmm. And then they have a little map that shows they, they could get a cruise missile to New York from Nicaragua. Just cruising over. Yeah. Nicaragua's communist dictator, Daniel Ortega, has authorized the installation of Russian military bases on his territory. The... Decree has reported to have been signed on Monday, August 21st, according to Russian State News. Um, 
excuse me, Daniel Ortega's decree has not uh, yet been public, which makes it difficult to gather more details for complete verification on the information regarding Nicaragua's partnership with Russia. However, the statement from Alba, um, basically the statement from Nicaragua's ambassador to Russia provided indications the military partnership between Daniel Ortega and Vladimir Putin, the president of the Russian Federation. So, you know, they, they don't have too much information on it because it's a communist country, so they're probably keeping their mouth shut. But um, I would not doubt it that this is happening, which, again, escalates everything going on around the world. Yeah, and if they can get that, if they can get that all the way up to New York, just a little south of that is Washington, D.C. All right, and here's everybody's little buddy from North Korea. Warren's thermonuclear war as defense ex- exercises gear up in the South. Little buddy. North Korea has warned up, warned of unprecedented large-scale thermal nuclear war, in quotes, as the United States and their South Korean allies carry out large-scale military exercises across the border. This comes just days after... Uh, the little guy watched test firing of strategic cruise missiles. Tensions in the region are ramping up with leaders of the U.S., South Korea, and Japan held, held their first standalone um, summit and agreed to increase their co- cooperation on their ballistic missile defenses to counter North Korea's involving nuclear and missile threats. Okay, so now you've got Philippines, you got uh, North and South Korea, you got Japan, you got China, you got Taiwan. Man, you might as well get Vietnam and Laos involved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, um, uh, North Korea has long commended the major annual drills as an invasion rehearsal. Um, uh the Freedom Shield consists of 11 days of training designed to test capabilities against the North Korea's uh, military. The exercises also include seven uh, other UN command nations, Australia, Canada, Greece, Italy, New Zealand, the Philippines, and Thailand. Okay, so now Thailand's involved. Jesus Christ. What the fuck's going on over there? World War Three. No. It can't <laughs> be going on. No, no, no. no. It, this looks nothing like World War Two. Oh, silly. <laughs> State-run state run media, Korean Central um, News Agency, said Tuesday describing it as exercises for an actual war to invade the North. The prevailing situation requires the Korean People's Army to take initiative, the report said. So this is just going on, talking about how shit in North Korea and South Korea is escalating and how Japan and America and all these other countries are involved in backing this. So we're just, just in these like nine to 10 articles I've talked about today, we have listed countries involved as the United States, Canada, Australia, Greece, Italy, New Zealand, Philippines, Thailand, North Korea, South Korea, Taiwan, China, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Poland, Lithuania, uh, Palestine, Iran. Australia. I already mentioned Australia. Okay. Israel. Um, Nicaragua. <laughs> uh but hey, we're not in World War Three, no. so so I mean, what, what 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 are we talking about here? Yeah, no, no. All right, time to wrap up the show. If this is your first time listening or watching, uh, give us a like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Let us know that we're lying about World War Three. You can also follow us on Instagram X and Threads at Checkers underscore and underscore mj you can also follow us at truth at the underscore realist underscore uncensored and we are on rumble at the realist uncensored that is one word you can also email us at the realist uncensored at gmail.com that could be with show ideas on raps articles um maybe information proving me and mj wrong that world war three is not going on but i doubt you're going to find it 
Um, episodes will be dropping weekly on Wednesday and Friday. So be on the lookout for those and be on the lookout for MJ's message Mondays. <laughs> and also be on the lookout for uh, next installment part two, which is going to have, oh yeah, the COVID lockdowns are coming. Mask mandates, climate change, EV, um, MJ's uh, Trump train special. Oh, and trust me, we're going to have the Bud Light minute. Yep. So it's going to be an interesting one. Oh, and we're going to hear from uh, Kathy Hochul, New York's governor, and your favorite mayor, Eric Adams. So don't miss part two. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. Well, not really. This world's just fucked. <laughs> <laughs>